way I've done this kind of work all my life. And I never knew it was so tied in with money as well, right? Until I did have my breakthrough. Um, now, I, I promise this is related to what we're talking about, but all of my past relationship woes had to do with like, look, I was still looking for my father's love through these men I was dating. Right. And it was nothing was ever enough. Um, and that translated into my money story as well. Hey, it's Wei, and you're listening to Untethered and Prosperous, the podcast where we focus on the two biggest things passionate, purpose driven entrepreneurs need to untether to become wildly prosperous and successfully happy. And those two huge anchors are bad money stories and chronic self-sabotage. So what we do is have real and inspiring conversations with amazing entrepreneurs who have done just that. So get ready to get untethered and get prosperous. Hey, it's Wei, and welcome to another episode of Untethered and Prosperous, the podcast where we talk about the things that keep most of us back as entrepreneurs or high-achieving human beings on the planet, and most importantly, usually being untethered from chronic self-sabotage or bad money stories or anything that's been holding us back. And today I have a really amazing, super rock star. I like to call that and that probably embarrasses her, but maybe <laughs> not because she's a bit of a rocker herself um, to my podcast. Her name is Gloria Zhang. And I'm saying that because I'm Chinese. I know how it's supposed to be pronounced. <laughs> but let me tell you a little bit about her, but not too much so that we can dive right into having a conversation with her. Uh, Gloria has a inner child podcast, which I'm super excited to share with y'all. And she helps high achievers break the cycle of toxic relationships and attract a secure life partner by healing childhood trauma. Who'd have thought that your adult relationships could be impacted by childhood trauma? Well, we get to find out a lot more about that because it's a perfect fit for this podcast because she's all about untethering people from those shackles to create that perfect lifestyle of relationship and quite frankly, probably prosperity and money flow as well. I'm sure you've seen that. So in any case, let's just jump right into it. Welcome to the show, Gloria. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Wade, thanks for having me on board. And isn't Wade Hi. just the best? <laughs> he really is. He's the life of the party in every situation. Oh, me? I'm the life of the party. Well, I haven't heard that in a while. Um, life of the podcast party, right? Of the podcast party. <laughs> and every coaching call, we were in a shared program. And I always look forward to uh, Wade's uh, antics and his little jokes, even when I have nothing else to add. <laughs> he is exactly. the best. Exactly. I mean, it's it's the antics, really. I mean, I don't know. Every time I go on there, I feel like I might get 86 eventually so that I'm never allowed back again. So, but um, but that's, that's kind of how I roll. I just can't help taking, I can't even take myself seriously. And so it's, but it's not that I don't, you know, you know, take life seriously. It's just like, you know, why not have fun doing it, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about what you do, because I think you do something pretty darn amazing. I mean, you and I do a lot of similar things just in the different niches, right? You work in the area of relationships. I work in the area of prosperity and business and entrepreneurship and whatnot. Mm -hmm. However, I think 
you you and I both impact that human being in all areas of their life with the work that we do in that specific in our specific context, right? So before we dive into that, though, let's set the tone a little bit because everybody defines things a little bit differently. This is what I love about my podcast because it's very nebulous depending on who it is that we're talking to. And mm. one of the first things I want to ask you is, you know, we, you and I both do the untethering for our clients from their shackles and from their old stuff. How would you define in your world what becoming untethered means? Oh, such a great question. And yes, I think one of the reasons we got along so well is whether it is about money or love, a lot of the the, the tethering where uh -huh. that begins always starts in childhood. Yeah. Um, so that's how I would answer the question is, mm -hmm. and tethering really is about actually resolving those mm -hmm. childhood conflicts of not being seen or heard mm. um, or wanted and mm -hmm. not carrying those same conflicts into our adult life. Oh, right. It's like finally letting go of that basket you got from the store full of stuff when you don't need to carry it anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of like that, <laughs> except it's not a basket yes. full of food. It's a basket full of rocks. <laughs> yes. Or, or rotten food. Basket full of trauma. <laughs> <laughs> basket full of trauma. Let it go. Yes. Untether yourself from that. Awesome. That's yeah. Right. And I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, it, it's, it's surprising because, you know, what, when I look, talk to different people, everybody, I would think that, you know, because I agree with what you're saying about the untethering from the old conflicts and traumas that we carry into our adult life. And it's fascinating to see that that's not the only definition. So, but I love, I love what you're saying. And, and it makes sense then why you do what you do, because I'm sure you yourself can, um, you know, relate to that, the necessity of that untethering, right? Yeah, it's, you know, I come from an interesting uh, background where uh -huh. I was, at a time where even though my career was skyrocketing, um, that same success was not found in relationships. And I was mm. just chasing these emotionally unavailable relationships. And mm -hmm. at a certain point, I had to stop myself and, and realize, what's the point of working so hard yeah. in my career and trying to do all this work, uh -huh. um, when at the end of the day, it's like, I'm still looking for daddy's approval mm. um, in these partners, mm -hmm. right? I'm still looking for mommy's approval. Right. Um, and I, I see that all the time. And yeah. the root of that deservingness, right? Of uh -huh. do I deserve love? Um, I think yeah. it translates entirely into prosperity as well, way, yeah. because I think that same language can be found in, you know, am I good enough for love? And am I good enough for this wealth, right? Uh -huh. Do I deserve making this money? Yeah. I think it all goes back to that same place. Yeah. No, I, and I love that you said that because I think people think that for some reason that we'll, we'll have this limiting belief or this fear or this baggage show up mm -hmm. just in one part of our life and won't show up anywhere else. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is why a lot of people get stuck. And I'm sure you've seen that. I mean, it's so beautiful that you, that you yourself have experienced exactly what you're taking a client. So, so it's authentic. It's congruent. You're not just mm -hmm. teaching and helping people out of theory, right? 
you're doing it because you yourself have experienced the visceral pain of having that as a problem or a challenge in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people I work with are what you consider, um, you know, high achievers or high performers. Mm -hmm. So I work with mm -hmm. a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, uh, right. lawyers, mm -hmm. uh, folks <laughs> in very fast paced environments. Right. And the thing about the high achiever is we have developed this overachieving persona uh -huh. almost as a way to compensate for yes, I was how just powerless say <laughs> right we might have felt growing up and yeah. you know it's reinforced by society that really mm -hmm. celebrates you know the the busy yep. body mm -hmm. right and growing up we are praised for working hard and for a lot of us that's where our confidence comes from right it's performing mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. being a perfectionist and chasing that next a goalpost, you know, jumping from one project right. to another. And guess what? That doesn't work in relationships. <laughs> no, <right>? it doesn't. <laughs> it makes a relationship, as I learned a word from another guest that came on, uh, makes it performative, right? Like exactly. a performative relationship, yes. right? Which I'm sure you exactly. use before all day long. That's your, that's your, yes. that's your jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So speaking of prosperity, then, well, let's talk, let's define that part of the, the other side of the coin is, well, once you become untethered, the, the goal is to become prosperous. What would you define what it means to be prosperous in, in your world? Right, because yes. and this is even more personal because every human being is different, including <laughs> our clients and everything. So, what does it mean to be prosperous? Yeah, or definitely. Gloria? So, my uh, lights disappearing into the oblivion. So, <laughs> hold on one second. There you go. I can see you again. <laughs> Happens from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <But> yeah <laughs> you know, prosper. It's interesting. I mentioned before that I work with high achievers, mm -hmm. and the funny thing is. A lot of these people, although they're able to um, maintain these great careers, mm -hmm. the money is slipping through their fingers. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I'm not surprised yeah. to find that the same thing is happening for them in love as well. Uh, but to me, yeah. you know, and maybe you as well, Wei, but we've mm -hmm. talked about our own journeys through entrepreneurship. Uh -huh. yes. um, <laughs> right? Prosperity has, to me has so much to do with feeling deserving uh -huh. and yeah. allowing ourselves to want more right it's that right the part of us from when we were so little um mm -hmm. th that part of us that's ingrained to believe that we have to be humble or mm -hmm. that somehow we have to work really hard at things in order mm -hmm. to deserve them and then right. somehow struggling equals uh success but those mm -hmm. are also the things that have gotten in the way for myself when trying to grow yeah. my business, right? Where right. the more burnt out I got, the, it's, it was almost like the harder I tried to cling at the prosperity, the more it slipped through my fingers because yeah. I wasn't creating that space to actually hold on to it, if that makes mm -hmm. any sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, when you were saying that just now, it was almost like how the geishas used to be trained on on how to use um, chopsticks to pick up the the most fragile pieces of tofu, mm. and if you squeeze too hard and you work too hard, you'll just destroy <laughs> it and it just slips through every single time. Yeah. But then there's this grace, right, about just basically yeah. just gently picking it up, 
and really kind of cherishing what it is that you're picking up and your what it is your life and what it is that you want and everything and and honoring that and not like trying to grab it right and then yes. it just like just goes through your fingers yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I've never heard that analogy, but I'm sure going to use it now <laughs> with the geishas and the to. chopsticks. Right? <laughs> and it, yeah. it really is that that survival instinct to mm -hmm. hustle and hoard and mm -hmm. to, to do things by the seat of our pants. Right. And right. we hear about these entrepreneurs who are like constantly pivoting or like launching over and over. Um, yeah where there's so much focus on the doing and yeah. really not enough around the the being and the deserving mm -hmm. uh, which i find is really the glue of holding on to prosperity not just you know right. in one ear of the other right and and i love that you define that way it's it's being prosperous right and yeah. and being deserving right as not as a, as something that to be attained per se but it's like a lifestyle and i yes. think it's it reflects a lot of what you help your clients do is just creating that lifestyle beyond just mm -hmm. i gotta get that and then hold on to that and et cetera, et cetera, yes, et cetera. exactly instead of just being super present right yeah. to to all that's going on love that yeah. okay um, cool yeah well, well, on that note, then let's. I keep mentioning your business and everything. Tell me a little bit about where you are in your business. A lot has transformed since I've, even since I first met you, a lot has shifted and changed. <laughs> Tell me where your business is today. How's it going? And and then we'll go from there. Yes. Oh my gosh, you see me from um, near the beginning of my journey yeah. <laughs> to right uh -huh. now, and. Um, you know, before Wei and I joined this similar program, I was really struggling with trying to crack that 10K month, mm -hmm. right? And I would mm -hmm. tell these stories of how some there were some months where it was like nine, 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 nine. It was like <laughs> just pennies <laughs> under that that number. And it's yeah. no, the word untethering actually really does come to mind for me, Wei, because it was almost um, paradoxical where the only... The, I honestly believe the reason I was finally able to crack that 10K was to like untether myself or release that control over what that number Almost. 10K meant for me, um, you know, what it represented. To <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So you're hearing this because unfortunately at this point, if you can hear right before it went silent, Gloria's technology or our technology that we're using suddenly had a little hiccup and I didn't find out so much later that a big chunk of her story, her amazing story of how successful she had become was completely um, lost and corrupted. And so just to give you a quick summary, what she then started to share was not only did she eventually break through that 10,000 mark, she was able to take her business so far beyond that, beyond her wildest dream, beyond what she thought was possible, kind of like an outlier in the space that she worked in to be on 30K plus and beyond per month in her business, which was amazing. The beautiful thing is technology then decided after that juicy part of the story to kick it back in just in time to catch me to celebrate a little bit about her results and so what you're going to hear now i'm just saying this to fill in the gap of that missing instead of just putting silence and garbage on <laughs> um, to kind of catch you the listener up to where we're at now in the interview so jumping right back in 
just to let you know why I'm going to be saying what I'm saying. Thanks for your patience. All right, very cool. Well, congratulations, first and foremost, on your success so far. And I have a question about that. If you could encapsulate what in, in one phrase or a statement of what was the biggest untethering, what was the great untetherment that you happened for, for this level of success that you've never had before to break through that five-figure mark? What was the biggest, what would you say oh. that, that untetherment was? Oh, my goodness. You know way I've done this kind of work all my life. And I never <laughs> knew it was so tied in with money as well, right? Mm -hmm. Until I did have my breakthrough. Mm -hmm. um, now, the, I, I promise this is related to what we're talking about. Yeah. But all of my past relationship woes had to do with like, look, I was still looking for my father's love through these men I was dating, mm, right? And it was mm -hmm. nothing was ever enough. Um, mm -hmm. And that translated into my money story as well. Of course. And, you know, as I mentioned before, that un untangling the, the meaning I was putting behind specific numbers and milestones, that came from my dad as well, mm -hmm. right? Well, growing up, my dad he thought the best way to motivate me was, you know, the Asian way, right? Was right. to compare me to other people that were doing better, right? Like, here's your, yeah. why aren't you like your cousin? I, Look at this news article about he's right. only 12 years old and he gone into Harvard. What are you doing? <laughs> 12 years old, right? Yeah. I'm I don't serious. think I would ever want that for myself. I mean, no. I, can you imagine the social trauma you'd have to go through just to survive and get through? A 12-year-old right. at Harvard? <laughs> exactly. You couldn't even go to a party. You couldn't drink. You couldn't do any of those things. You was a complete recluse. <laughs> right. And it's funny. My friends got Barbies, um, you know, for the holidays. Uh -huh. And I received newspaper clippings of other kids <laughs> doing better at different ages, right? Making different incomes. And that's uh, why that numerical value mm -hmm. was so deeply ingrained in my mind, right? Mm -hmm. That I need to do this to be deserving of X, uh, right. whatever. And it was actually like, it was like untethering my dad, yep. <laughs> right? No, From my yeah. inner child into this. So yes, that's my answer. Yeah, no. And, and you know what? That's a very, very common answer, believe it or not, especially in the Asian cultures. And, and, and not to say that other cultures don't have that either. Uh, I, I remember if something similar on my end is that if if every time I kind of encroached upon the most I ever, you know, perceived my father to make growing up, I would find a way to self-sabotage so I don't surpass him because I was under mm. his shadow. And so I totally yeah. get what you're saying. Right. <laughs> right? And, and you know what the funny thing is, and this is something I say about money stories and bad money stories and bad money and money problems. If you look at it, it has nothing to do with money, hmm. right? And this is what makes it so hard because we think that our money problems, we have to focus on the money part and fixing that. It's not, hmm. right? And that's what I love about, and, it, and I figured that might might have been what has shifted because that big leap, I was hmm. like, oh, she probably untethered something really <laughs> profound that had nothing to do with money, yes. but it had to do with something else from a long time ago. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it never actually has anything to do with the thing, whether it's your relationship mm -hmm. story or your yep. money story, which probably look very similar. Yeah. Right? But you always oh, they're all go related. one level deeper. 
Exactly. Because who is it? Dan Kenny is it? How you do one thing is how you do everything yeah, else. Yeah, right? that's it. <laughs> right? That is. Yeah, that is it. So, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, um, your business. What do you do that is so different, so impactful? Because a lot of people listen to this and they said, oh, my gosh, she's bringing 2030. She must be really good at what she does. And she is. Not to say that at all, okay? That she's not, and just because it's because it's not the strategy. Because you know, at the end of the day, if you didn't have an amazing offering, there would be no way that you can maintain that level of success. So let's talk about the inner child work, the podcast. <laughs> what is it that you do specifically that really changed these people's lives? And more importantly, how did you get into that? Oh, yes. <laughs> Aside from Thank your own you, journey, Wei. yes. Well, people literally pay me yeah. to help them create secure relationships, mm. um, which in some sense is invaluable because mm -hmm. I, I truly strongly believe that uh, for folks who are romantically inclined, mm -hmm. the person that you choose as your partner is the most important financial, emotional, and physical decision mm -hmm. of your life. This is the person who will have great influence on your child, your children, the way that mm -hmm. your children are raised. Mm -hmm. It will impact your finances. Uh, it will actually impact your day-to-day -day mental health. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the person that you're going to sleep next to every day for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. it's it's a huge investment. And so you really want to get it right if you're yeah. forward thinking. Um, but what kind of sets inner child work apart you know you may a lot of people may not really connect inner child work with relationships because right. it's all about trauma mm. but the people we choose as a mm. romantic partner are influenced by how we were raised hmm. like, to a t and right. so you end up with folks that have a lot of baggage from their childhood that they're not aware of mm -hmm. and they end up choosing their right. mom, right? Yeah. They end up choosing their dad or people that remind them of yeah. the way that they felt when they were little, and they just repeat the cycle. Um, it's like a and... it's like a dysfunctional comfort almost, right? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right. It, it it really is. You know, I yeah. I like to say often that sometimes the things that feel comfortable are not mm -hmm. actually safe. Mm, and so oh, right? wait that's a tweetable right there <laughs> it, right? It is. and i'm sure you put it out there already so, so sometimes things that don't feel comfortable no things that feel comfortable yes. are not necessarily safe exactly right? Ooh, that's a good one yeah yeah and the person that you think is your type mm -hmm. is actually a lot of the times a trauma response believe it or not mm, right okay. we want to chase the bad girl the bad boy or right um we feel like we only get a spark from mm -hmm. certain types of people but what i help people do is really take a trauma approached uh way to dating mm -hmm. um that includes learning to love feeling secure in relationships believe yeah. it or not uh -huh. right because that you know chasing that that spark that chemistry almost never learns uh, leads to long-term fulfillment yeah. um, but i help them channel that chaotic energy in other ways 
Yeah. Right. You can uh-huh. enjoy the the ups and downs in your business. You can enjoy right. it in the stock market, in right. painting arts, but you want to stay the hell away from that uh, in your romantic relationships. Mm, and there's a way it. to do both. Yeah, yeah, there's a way to do both, and understanding the distinction. I think, I think it's I, I think it's beautiful what you do to help people, especially high achievers who have a potential impact on 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 so many people because they're mm-hmm. high achieving. And, and to be able to help them learn that level of discernment so yes. they can at least do something about it instead of repeating the same pattern over and over again. Yes, right? that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got to say when, you know, I, I, and it totally makes sense when I'm, when I'm in a healthy, good relationship or in a relationship that I'm in a good place and we're getting along and love is in the air, right? I, yeah. I can totally see it reflected in my prosperity flow. I could mm-hmm. see it how I show up in terms of my productivity, um, and and for and I, I've learned that because I grew up thinking ah who needs relationships so I it was uh, <laughs> admittedly it was like the area of my least amount of energy was put into in terms of growth and development mm-hmm. until it caught up to me and I started going what's going on it's not like I'm not smart enough it's not like I don't want to do sales it's not like I don't do my business what is happening and then it wasn't until I looked at my personal life I'm like. Is that what's impacting everything? Oh, fine. I'll look at it. Ugh. Right. <laughs> Always the last place you want to look, right? Right. Exactly. And and you know, and here's the thing as coaches and everything like that, we can't coach ourselves. I mean, we just can't. And that's why we have our own coaches, right? And that's why yeah. we have our own mentors that we that call us out on our stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm so with you on that. I mean, I, you know, this way, but I, I come from ment- a mental health background. Mm-hmm. And even though I literally was trained in helping other people <laughs> do this stuff, I was yeah. stuck in toxic relationships for 10 years. So I actually had a dating wow. app addiction uh, all wow. through my 20s. So that's okay. something I, I talk about yeah. where I was just so like addicted to uh-huh. um, that external validation, right? And it just yeah. not going anywhere. Uh-huh. Um, and it took a long time to break free of that. And now I'm in a very stable, uh, healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I could have gotten there without my own coaches, even though I worked in the industry. Right, right. <laughs> right. And, you know, and it's true because <clears throat> we can't coach ourselves because at some points we, we become part of our own problem. <laughs> yeah. And, and right. so that's why the outside perspective is so important. And so for those of you who are listening, you know, you hear about the successes of these coaches such as Gloria and, you know, I, I would consider myself relatively successful too. And, yes, and, you are. And to, and yeah, thanks. <laughs> and to think that we don't need it, that we got it all together. Oh, excuse us. We're still human mm-hmm. <laughs> and human beings still happen. <laughs> yeah. And that's why me personally, I will never be without a coach ever again. You know, oh, so with you on that. it's not worth it. It's just not especially being high achievers that we are, if we want to continue to evolve and progress because our business won't grow unless we grow. Right. Speaking of tweetables, I saw something the other day where Uh someone said coaches are like uh, uh, shortcuts to life or cheat codes in life. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. And and that's exactly I'm kind of an impatient entrepreneur. And then what I realized, (laughs) yeah, having a coach just helps me get to where I want to go faster. Why the heck would I not want one? (laughs) Why the heck would I want to do this alone? Right. I don't need to be self-made. I don't need that ego boost. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Well, let me let me ask you, Gloria, with all that you go, I'm still as as a high achiever, you 
this is probably not where you're, you're not stopping here, obviously, right? <laughs> There's probably a lot more on the horizon that's coming out. So what's, what's next for you, uh, the, the podcast or anything else? I mean, or maybe even not this maybe there's something altogether different but what's next for you oh my goodness of course yes well you know us us high achievers there's always always something on the horizon right <laughs> exactly <laughs> um yeah like my my big thing right now is really focusing on my podcast the the uh, inner mm -hmm. child podcast um i don't know i think this year i've been working a lot around visibility and mm -hmm. just being seen right mm -hmm. um but being seen or I guess heard on the podcast by uh, lots of strangers mm -hmm. is kind of that that next big leap that I've been working through as well, which is yeah. how do I give myself the grace and allow myself, you know, untethered from uh, fear of judgment by others, mm -hmm. fear of criticism, mm -hmm. and allow myself to be seen and more visible uh, in ways I haven't before, yeah. and. That may not seem like it's, you know, always directly related to business, uh, but right. it is because I, I kind of am my business. Yeah. And I think that's that's the direction for me this year is just allowing myself uh, to be seen and heard. Yeah. And, you know, and for some people who are listening, says, well, what do you mean just be seen? I mean, for some <laughs> for some for a lot of people, that's a big deal. Yeah. Just to be able to overcome that some of those fears or challenges that of what comes from being seen more, being more exposed, right? And I think for me, when when I was going down that path of committing to, okay, I just need to be, I just need to be known. Mm -hmm. Thinking about, well, what, what, well, how authentic will I need to be? How vulnerable right. will I need to yeah. be? You know, because if I want to show up authentically, I need to be honest. I need to be open, right? Yeah. And it's and it's a scary thing sometimes. So, what would you say would be the next big untetherment then what is it that oh. that would uh, keep you from getting to that point the next yeah. big untethering <laughs> yeah well the thing that i have personally been working through with coaches um mm -hmm. and i think it's related is that uh, untethering from fear of judgment right mm -hmm. which usually that tends to be the reason why we don't allow ourselves to be seen it's mm -hmm. not because we don't have an opinion or we don't have something to say mm -hmm. but we're afraid of what yeah. people are going to think about it right? right especially if we are thought leaders uh, uh -huh. part of our job is to you know shake shake up um uh the the, the current norms right right and, and kind of insert something new and yeah. sometimes people don't really like it <laughs> those darn internet trolls <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know even in our niches like we're not even we're not really trying to be extremely controversial right like mm -hmm. we don't yeah. really tackle uh you know really controversial topics but we right. still say things that may trigger people sometimes mm -hmm. and i'm trying to learn to be okay with it more so that's right. that's kind of that next untethering. Yeah, and I think one of the things is if you do trigger somebody, then you must be doing something right. Yeah, because that's right. <laughs> through the triggers, otherwise we wouldn't even know there's something that we need to work on had we not right. been triggered, right? Yes, exactly. And that, therein lies the beauty of being in a relationship too, right? It's like the most intimate yeah. mirror you'll ever come across in your life. Oh, right? absolutely. <laughs> yeah, even the best relationships will trigger you. Yeah, right? and, and I think they should. It. I mean, yeah. it, I, if if you if you're in a relationship that never triggers you, well, I don't think that's 
I don't think that's a good relationship. It's personally. not good. <laughs> no, you're not growing. Like, right? No, Nothing's you're not. Happening. <laughs> it's like flatlining, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there's nothing going on. Okay, right. this is cool. <laughs> well, cool. Right. Well, I mean, there's. I gotta say, there is, and, and this is probably what makes you so um, affable with your clients and your audience and everything. There is this very calm and zen, and I'm sure, and I've heard there's, and I've seen other sides of you, but <laughs> in general, though, I think there is this, this energy about you that makes it so easy for people to, though they are triggered, to embrace what it is that you are sharing. And I, I just want to oh. acknowledge you for that. And I think that, that that's probably why um, you're as popular as you are, and your clients love you the way they do. So. Oh, wait, you're going to make me cry on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I would say the same about you. Well, oh, 100%. no, I have my moments. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> not as good as not as soft as you are. Well, well here's the thing, you know, and, and, and the reason why I say that, because I guarantee someone listening to this, whether it be now or, you know, months or years down the road, they're probably want to connect with you on some level mm -hmm. or be able to kind of experience what it is to just be in a conversation with you like you and I have or just to connect with you or learn more about what it is that you do so if there's someone that hears that and they're they kind of they're totally vibing with what you're talking about and they say oh I like this person I like this girl I like this Gloria <laughs> what is the best way that they can connect with you to learn more or to experience you uh, on some level Oh, thank you, Wei. Yes, mm -hmm. my podcast, the Inner Child Podcast, is um, the go-to to learn mm -hmm. more about my philosophy and really understand what all this inner child stuff is. Mm -hmm. um, but my uh, place, my my home is actually Instagram. I, I'm <laughs> an Instagram girl. That's where yeah. all my other crazy sites come out. <laughs> um, but you can connect with me at by Gloria Zhang, like B Y. Gloria Zhang or send me a DM uh -huh. um, because yeah, I have a, a program for, for high achievers where I, I literally mm. help them do this stuff. Right. Right. So, yeah, Absolutely. Okay, cool. So if you want to go connect with Gloria, we'll put the links in the description below or however you are consuming this particular episode. And that way you can connect with her. So Gloria, I want to thank you so much for, for coming on. I mean, just the little pearls of wisdom you've shared just from sharing your own story uh, was inspiring to me. So if it inspires me, then it probably will inspire a bunch of other people as well. I'm not easily inspired either because you got me thinking a little bit. I was like, huh, how do I make my relationships better? <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up anytime, my friend. Oh, okay. thank you so much. I'm so excited for um, your new podcast and everything uh -huh. you do. Ladies and germs, this man is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, I would, would trust anyone in your hands, Wei. Oh, you're so nice. That's perfect. Okay. Well, on that note, thank you so much for coming on. I look forward to reconnecting, maybe having you back on the podcast with future iterations sure. as you overcome, become more seen, just to kind of check <laughs> in to see where you're at. But again, right. thank you so much for being on the Anytime. Untethered and Prosperous. And uh, I look forward to talking with you more soon. Talk to you soon, Wei. Bye. Bye. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening because you listening is what inspires our guests and me to continue doing what we can to help untether and elevate more human beings to new heights of prosperous success. 
Now, if what you heard today inspired you to want to finally untether from the bad money stories or chronic self-sabotage behavior patterns that's been holding you back, then you'll want to join our exclusive members-only private podcast that dives deeper into the topics discussed here, along with more actionable strategies, tips, and trainings. Just click on the link in the description of this episode to find out more. Until next time.